Well, welcome back. Uh, this is episode 15. Uh, it is Christmas Eve, uh, December 24, 2020. Change the way you think, change your life. And uh, we're here with the care team and, uh, uh, and, and our new care team member, uh, Callie. And uh, so we're just glad to have her on board. And we're going to get it kicked off today um, talking about um, uh, we're going to have a Christmas quiz. So all it's right. five questions. It's for uh, winner takes all bragging rights. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, and I do have a tiebreaker in the event that we have a tie. <laughs> so. All right. So what was the most successful Christmas movie ever? White Christmas, Home Alone, Elf, or the 2000 version of Grinch? Home Alone. White Christmas. Home Alone. Home Alone. All right. So Tom and Callie, you guys have one point. Good job. Nice. nice. All right. Now, this is from 2019. Uh, so th- this is a, a 2019 question. How many packages does the USPS deliver during the holidays? Is it 800 million, 900 million, or over 1 billion? Whatever it is, it's not enough because I'm missing like six of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they said it's going to double this year. Yeah. Well, this is 2019, though. This was 2019? Yeah. So I'm going with 800 billion. Okay. I'm going with 900, whatever that number was. Or a million, I think. Yeah, yeah, million. Million. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I forgot the choices. I have no uh, idea. 800 million, <laughs> 900 million, or over 1 billion? Over 1 billion. Over 1 billion. Okay. The answer is in 2019, USPS projected 800 million packages between <laughs> Thanksgiving and New Year's Day. So, all right. So, Tom's got two. Callie's got one. Right. Lori is, she, she's going to get on the board. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, in which state was it actually illegal at one point to celebrate um, Christmas? Florida, California, Montana, or Massachusetts? This was uh, in 1659 when it was... Massachusetts. I think I'm going to say the same thing, yeah. What were my options? Uh, (laughs) Florida, California, Montana, or Massachusetts? So I'm going to go Florida just for to be different. It's Massachusetts. All right. Good job. Lori's got one. Callie's got two. Tom's got two. Okay. Okay. This is getting close. All right. It's getting... All right. It's a nail biter here. Okay. All right. So as of 2019... Uh, a survey conducted uh, about how many uh, American Christmas tree, uh, or how many U.S. households had artificial trees in 2019. Uh, and so I'll give you a couple of the options here. Okay. 75 million, 80 million, 90 million, or 100 million. Had artificial trees? Artificial trees. 75 million. Let's say 80 million. I agree with 75. 80 million. Oh, Callie takes the lead. Oh, All right. Man. Okay. All right. So this right here is the last question. This is double jeopardy. So you can <laughs> so you can wager however many points you have. Okay. And so uh, so anybody can still win. All right. Or or I guess we call it final jeopardy. I guess. Yeah. yeah okay. Final. We'll call okay. it final jeopardy. Okay. Okay. So, how many original reindeer are there? I believe the number is eight. There's eight plus Rudolph. Does Rudolph count? He's not original. original. He's not original. Oh, I say eight. Eight. It is eight. So Callie takes it. Okay, awesome. Oh, yeah. Good job, Callie. Callie. Yeah. Thank you. I've got, I've got a quick question. Okay. Because I think this is really <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I told right. Tommy I had one question. <laughs> so, Tommy, you didn't get to participate, so I'll, yes. I'll sit out this time. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. in Elf, yes. so there's the clue. Mm-hmm. What were the four food groups of the elves? Oh, man. 
candy, candy cane, sugar, candy corn. Close. Candy, candy canes. It was like so much dead air right I'm trying to figure out like what's the difference between candy and candy canes? Like so much candy corn and syrup. I forgot about the syrup. Candy, candy cane, candy corn, and syrup. And if you're a real elf, you have syrup up your sleeve. Up your sleeve. That's right. Nice. All right. Well, as we as we dive into today's episode, you know, we we just really want to focus on. Uh, the birth of Christ, and so uh, what better way to celebrate uh, someone's birth and their and their birthday than to have a birthday song? So That's we want right. to just lead this off. We want to have, you know, we just want to have a very positive vibe uh, with today. We want to celebrate uh, this moment, and uh, so let, yeah, let, let's let's dive on in. So let's on, invite everybody, yeah, home yeah, 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 to yes. sing along. <laughs> yes, as well. yeah. So Please if you're listening, uh, you are required <laughs> to sing along. So. Um, uh, so on account three, uh, don't judge me. You're the most musical of us, I no. believe. <laughs> Let's do it, no. Tommy. All right. Ready, set, go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jesus. Happy birthday to you. Yay. Yay. All right. Thank you guys for, for singing along. So. Uh, as we dive in today, uh, we just kind of want to talk about, you know, briefly, you know, like I said, about uh, the birth of Christ and, and the importance of that and just how wonderful that is. And yeah. so there's just, you know, so much theology we can go through for sure, but uh, we just really want to uh, really kind of boil it down to some really key topics today. And so one of the things I was thinking about today as we were prepping uh, was I was reminded about the, you know, a virgin birth and how uh, our salvation, uh, it, it's a point to our, our salvation, how our salvation is very supernatural and how much the, you know, uh, God is involved in that. And, uh, you know, we start thinking about, uh, how all things are possible with God, you know, yes. when, you know, so. Yes, absolutely. Well, and I think sometimes we forget that at Christmas because it's, it's a story we've heard over and over and over. And when you really stop to think about it and meditate on it, it's amazing. It's a miracle. It, yeah, it is. Well, and, and I'm reminded too, you know, one of the things I, I I came to mind was that uh, I'm reminded we can't save ourselves, and and if anything, this also kind of points back to you know uh, go, looking at myself and make sure that I don't you know I, I need to check myself for pride, any type of pride, mm-hmm. you know, because I can't do this. This is a very this is God, and His power. Uh, he can do all things, and He can do anything that's impossible. I you know I, I, I was looking up and I, uh, when I was getting ready for this, I was looking up uh, Matthew 19:26, mm-hmm. uh, but Jesus looked at them and said. Uh, with man, or excuse me, with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Yeah. So that includes yeah. the virgin birth, which I know that, <laughs> you know, we read, you know, in uh, Matthew and Luke and uh, about the virgin birth, and we see like, you know, Joseph's even like, you know, I think I need to divorce this lady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, you know, in our society, we celebrate birthdays and we think about how important it is that, that we were born. And, and not only that, but when we celebrate a birthday, it signifies we're still alive, right? Oh, yeah. We're still, mm-hmm. we're still here. And I think what's so important about Jesus' birth, and we were talking about not only was this God coming to earth as flesh, let that sink in for a minute, Yep. but Jesus couldn't die if he wasn't born. Mm-hmm. And uh, recently, uh, the kids and Jessica and I were all having conversation because we love the, the cross from Sellersburg, you know, the big lit up cross and the knobs. Mm-hmm. But the kids were saying, well, really, this time of year, shouldn't it be like a Christmas star or maybe it should be a manger? And at first I was 
going to agree with them. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, no, because our faith rests on the cross. Yep. If Jesus hadn't been born, he couldn't suffer and die on the cross. If he yep. didn't die on the cross, he couldn't rise again to eternal life mm-hmm. so that we who believe in him can have eternal life with him. Yep. And so all of that is pivotal on the fact that Jesus was born, that he's mm-hmm. 100% man, 100% God, yep. that he went through the process of growing up, of being a baby, of being mm-hmm. swaddled by his mother, of growing up. And that is what we're celebrating. We're yep. celebrating that we have an infinite heavenly father, the Trinity, who came and dwelt with us and was flesh and went through every temptation we did. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes, as you were saying, Lori, we forget the particulars of that story. Yeah. And we forget why this birthday is more important than any other birthday on the earth. Mm-hmm. That this is the birth of our, I mean, I, I almost think of like a fabric being ripped open, like like the temporal, the the time, and then the infinite came to be a part of the temporal. Yeah. And just blew the whole thing wide open. Absolutely, yeah. Well, and, you know, and uh, I was looking at other birth stories, too, like in Scripture, because, you know, not not that we want to put these on the same plateau, but it's just, you know, again, kind of going back to, you know, God doing the impossible. And so, you know, Isaac's birth uh, to Sarah and Abraham, uh, you know, and and, and as you read through some of these, you know, I I don't I know for me, like, if I'm not careful, if I'll read through Scripture too quickly but I won't pick up on some of the nuances. Mm -hmm. And so like uh, in Genesis 21, Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born to him. And Sarah said, God has made laughter for me. Everyone who hears will laugh over me. And she said, who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have borne him a son in his old age. And so it's just Mm -hmm. like, you know, like, man, like that's like, that's old, you know? And, and, and then, uh, you know, with Elizabeth and John the Baptist and, uh, you know, uh, the, you know, uh, it says here in Luke one eighteen, and Zachar- uh, uh, Zachariah said to the angel in the temple regarding uh, Elizabeth having a child, he says, uh, "How how shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is advanced in years." And it's like you don't ever say <laughs> that about your wife, <laughs> yeah. you know. And then you know, in First Samuel, we we read about Hannah and the closed womb, and you know, and but God is working all through all that, and He's just making the impossible yeah. possible. Yeah, so. Good. Um, but, and so as, as we, as we pivot just slightly, you know, we think about how does this impact care? And so, you know, oftentimes, you know, we, we hear things in care ministry, like, you know, well, this is just not possible. I've tried, or, you know, this is not working or this, this, this can't be done. I've, I've, I've struggled with this for, for way too long. And, and what's wonderful and what's beautiful is when we read things and like what Paul writes, uh, in Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. And, you know, when I was unpacking that word strengthen, you know, just a few things kind of, kind of, uh, I was reminded of, and that was to be strong or to have strength. Like that, that that's what this word is. Uh, uh, it, it's talking about the ability to withstand all things, you know, in the good times and the bad of this world. And, and, and that, that, that Greek word strengthen, again, it's just, you know, to strengthen, become strong, to, to make someone able, to give capability to, to enable um, you know, and I was actually, uh, I was reading through a different couple of different things. And one author, he says, he goes, uh, in the, uh, he says here, in well-known words that climax his personal confession, Paul affirms with assurance and humility that he is able to be content in all things because of his relationship with Christ who gives him strength. And it's like, man, that's just like mind blowing, you know, like this guy's in prison and, uh, you know, I, I would tie that in too. 
again, kind of coming back to where we are now, um, you know, Easter is, is one celebration and one story and yeah. Christmas is another and Christ growing up, living life, facing the temptations that we face, being a child who has parents who is uh, beholden to those parents. Mm-hmm. I think the strength that Christ's story offers us is maybe different at each level of the story and why yeah. it's so important. You know, I was, I'm was i struck with the line from, uh, from the Christmas song, Jesus, Lord, at thy birth. Mm-hmm. So here was this, in some sense, helpless child who also contained within him the infinite Father, mm-hmm. Lord at thy birth. And so that there's this innocence and even this um, delicateness to a baby, mm-hmm. and yet even contained therein was the power, the lordship uh, in Jesus. And so... Uh, as you think about this, as you meditate on this at Christmas and meditate on Christ's birth, just celebrating um, just some of the paradoxes within our faith mm-hmm. and the fact that in this child, in this innocent child, is also the Lord of the universe. Mm-hmm. And uh, it floors me to think about it. I don't know if I'm making sense to anybody else. Yeah. but <laughs> Well, it makes me think about when I had my children. Mm-hmm. You're holding mm-hmm. this tiny little creature and you're completely just overwhelmed with love and admiration and awe, and you just can't believe this tiny little thing has just changed your life. Mm-hmm. And imagine, you know, if, if that little baby is Jesus <laughs> and, you know, the Lord of all creation, and you're holding this tiny little baby. I just, it just is overwhelming to think about. Yeah. Callie, you were sharing before we got started today about your family making a cake. Talk about that yeah. a little bit. And maybe even tie that into what Tommy was saying with, you know, just what that did for your family, the strength that that brought your family. Yeah. So every year, I don't know exactly when it started, but a few years back, my mom was like, we should make a cake and just put happy birthday Jesus on the top. Um, And yeah, I don't know when that started, but Mm -hmm. it started probably over five years ago and we do it every year. And so our whole family, before we open gifts or eat or anything, we just sing happy birthday to Jesus every year. And it's just kind of, we also read, the passage in Luke that talks about Jesus's birth and then we'll sing happy birthday Jesus just to kind of reorient ourselves to be like this is why we are doing this like this is why we celebrate. Talk a little bit about and and of course this is your perspective Mm -hmm. but since that started five years ago what's been the strength that that brings or what is the benefit if you will of doing that? Well I think it's always really nice because not a lot of people in our family are Christians or they are but being around people in our family that we know don't go to church a whole lot it kind of I just hope that that gives them the hope that we have and I and I just feel like it's a really good thing to be able to share with them that's great so I really love like I mean because we've even had family members start crying like when we read the story of Jesus and it's just like I mean you know, it's real and it's, and it's crazy because I know that some people in my family do want to go to church or they do want to believe in God, but you know, some people just hold themselves back from it. So it's, it's really encouraging just to see them like responding to that because it's encouraging just to see that God is still working. So, well, I was just going to say that as Callie was sharing that about her family, that I was thinking about, um, 
all the a lot of the sermons I've heard over the years, mm-hmm. and a lot of them focused on the the humble beginnings that Jesus had. We all know that uh, you know in a manger, and uh, that um, the shepherds were some of the first to know, and uh, just some of the different humble parts of the story. And yet, and and this kind of goes back again, Lori. You were talking about just a story we've heard over and over again, but there's so much power in a humble story. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives so many people hope to know that uh, the Savior of our world came in such a humble way, uh, entered the world in a less less than fantastic mm-hmm. uh, way, and yet so much power in that. And I hope that people at home who are listening, thinking about COVID this year and maybe a humble Christmas in the sense of not a grand celebration this year, not mm-hmm. not all the festivities and the food and the number of people. And maybe you didn't even decorate as much because you knew not very many people were coming over. And yet there's power in the humble and there's yeah. power, there's power in that, that um, maybe Christ shines more in your life and in your celebration this year. Maybe if it's just you and your nuclear family at home, you do what Callie suggested and mm-hmm. you make a cake and you put happy birthday Jesus on it. And this year, more than any other, this humble celebration maybe becomes the most powerful celebration because it's the first time you're having an actual birthday party for mm-hmm. Christ. Yeah. Well, and you know, the, the, the thing I, uh, as you were saying that I, I was reminded and uh, Lori and Tom will tell you that when our electricity or our internet or anything like that goes at our house, it's like, it, there's just, Nothing. And so, but, and, and it's kind of frustrating. It's, it's a little disorienting at moments, but then it's in those moments where you're like, this is actually pretty nice. Like there's nothing going on right now. Yeah. And uh, so let's pull out some board games, light some candles, whatever, you know, like, you know, cause it's sure uh, if the lights are out, but, uh, and, and it's just a wonderful time just to, to, to pause and be like, you know what, like uh, streaming or checking Facebook or whatever else. Like, uh, you know, I know that the world, the media and the social media tells us what Christmas should look like. I mean, there's, how much money gets, you know, pumped into marketing or advertising and movies and things like that. But, you know, it's, 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 it's important to, to take those moments to pause and be deliberate, um, to use Jen's words, intentional about, mm-hmm. uh, you know, certain things. And this is one of those times where we can be very intentional and it can look different for everybody. Um, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, just because social media or the, you know, whoever you know says this is what Christmas is supposed to be like, doesn't mean that that's, uh, that's not, may not be correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, but uh, yeah, and and the other thing too is that you know the you know we, we know we have a lot of listeners who are who are involved uh, with with the care department and there's a lot of different uh, things going on. I know we had surviving the holidays, which was a wonderful event. Uh, but you know we, we just want to make sure we're uh, you know talking about talking to you guys and just let you know that, that we are still here for you guys. We love you guys, and there's there's so many different opportunities to get plugged in. You know uh, to to help in those moments, whether it's uh, uh, you know, I'm just kind of running through some of our classes, grief share, uh, divorce care, single parenting, cancer, uh, addiction. You know, there, there, there's so many different ways to get plugged in. And uh, we would just love to help you guys out with that. We're always here 24-7. Yeah, I just, when you were talking about, when Tommy was talking about how busy just like the year gets and how it's nice whenever things kind of do go wrong and like how you're able to kind of focus on the more simplistic things. Like I was just thinking about how busy Christmas gets every year and how this year we've all kind of had to slow down and even though it has been really challenging and it's been a change of pace I do think that it's helped a lot of people understand like how important it is to be with their families and how important it is to kind of just have that community around them and that's just yeah 
I yeah. was thinking about. Yeah. Absolutely. I think Tommy mentioning our support groups, um, you know, we'll be starting back with all of them mm-hmm. January 11th. Um, maybe being home, maybe having to take some time out, slow down has brought to the surface some things mm-hmm. that people are struggling with. Um, you know, let's not forget why Christ came into the world yeah. so that we could have life and have it abundantly mm-hmm. so that we could have victory over sin. Uh, and so most importantly that we can spend eternity with our heavenly father. Mm-hmm. Um, but just a reminder that, <laughs> that that's a gift to you. You know, sometimes it doesn't feel like a gift to recognize our struggles or our issues. Mm-hmm. But if, if we understand that those are the things that are getting in the way to that abundant life that Christ desires for us, it really is a gift to have those things come out uh, to surface. And we want you to know as a care team, as Northside Christian Church, that one of our primary functions is to help you bring Christ to that area of your life so that he can heal you, so that he can dispel that sin from your life, mm-hmm. so that you can live life to the full. Absolutely. Well, I, as thank you all for so much for uh, thank you all so much for diving in and listening to us today. Uh, you know, we always want to remind folks that, that prayer is primary. And uh, so, I was going to see if uh, uh, Tom, do you want to pray us out? Yeah, uh, or, or 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 Lori or, or Callie. <laughs> it looks like I win. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, Heavenly Father, uh, we are so grateful that uh, in your love, um, out of your love that you uh, allowed Christ to be born, uh, to come into our world, into our time, to um, be our Savior. And Lord, we do want to make this a celebration and to celebrate the life and birth of Jesus. God, we thank you for allowing us to serve on a church team and to be a part of the care department. And Lord, our hearts go out to all the folks that are struggling in various ways right now. Um, Some are ill. Some are uh, separated from loved ones because of illness. Some are hurting financially. Um, And Lord, we know that you're the Lord over all, uh, that as has been mentioned, that you are our strength, that with you all things are possible. So Lord, as we uh, celebrate, we also mourn with those that mourn. And so Lord, be with them, comfort them, help them, help us to, um, to be of service and to help in any way we can as a church and as a ministry. Lord, bless um, everyone who's listening. Um, Lord, we just pray that it would be a joyous Christmas time for them. And uh, for those that it is not a joyous time, Lord, that we uh, would just like to see them through this to a place of joy. So God, thank you for allowing us to put together this podcast to celebrate you. And we ask and say all these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Well, Merry Christmas, everybody, and uh, don't forget to join us uh, on Thursday morning, 7 a.m., uh, where you can catch this episode, other episodes on Amazon Music, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and as always, you can always go to mynorsa.com slash care for additional resources. Love you guys, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs>